0: Hello, everybody. Uh, This is Ted Haas. This episode of my podcast, Forgiveness, is a message I shared at a Vietnamese house church recently. So it is translated into Vietnamese, which is super fun. Uh, I also wanted to encourage you all, our ministry, Transform Our World, now has... A super cool app available in the iTunes store and also Google Play for both uh, Apple phones and for uh, Androids. I encourage you to go there, search for Transform Our World and uh, download the app and then join the Ecclesia Global Community. All right, well, forgiveness is super important. I hope you enjoy this episode of um, our podcast as you learn more about intercessory prayer. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I am six foot
1: nine.
0: And I play basketball, yes.
1: In
0: fact, my my most favorite place to play on the whole planet ever in my entire career is San Quentin Prison.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the famous uh, maximum security prison on uh, north of San Ho, no, north of San Francisco.
1: San Francisco
0: we go up there and play basketball with the inmates and and uh, do missions. There's a mission field all around you. And the Lord loves each of you. And he loves the lost. All of your lost friends, He loves them so much. His love for people is overwhelming. Amen. I want to introduce my son Teo. He works with me. He's my videographer.
1: He's my armor bearer.
0: And we also play basketball together. And sometimes he beats me. (laughs) And he's not 6'9", he's shorter than me. (laughs) Great.
1: I know. <laughs> you... The way I make laugh. <laughs> 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 um, There's a birthday today, uh, right?
0: A birthday party today, right?
1: Uh, no. uh, anniversary.
0: Oh, sorry. There's an anniversary party today. Oh. Yay! Yay. Who, Whose anniversary is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, congratulations! Oh,
1: cool.
0: All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be quick. I have a powerful message, and it's one word: forgiveness. Forgiveness. This is very, very important to me. It's important to my life, and it's very important in the, in the life of my uh, wife. Forgiveness is one of the most important things we need to learn, one, if we're going to know God, and two, if we're going to make Him known to others. I want to share with you from Matthew chapter 18.
1: Uh, Matthew 18.
0: In Matthew chapter 18 verse
1: Matthew 18,
0: Verse 21. I'm going to have to get some glasses like you, Teo. Or have you come up here and read for me? Uh, then Peter came to Jesus and asked Lord how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me up to seven up to seven times aren't I righteous Um, Uh, verse
1: 21 18-21 Peter bèn đến gần Đức Jesus mà hỏi rằng, Thưa Chúa, nếu anh em tôi phạm tội cùng tôi, thì sẽ tha cho họ mấy lần? Có phải đến bảy lần chăng?
0: then Jesus replied, I tell you not seven times, but seventy-seven times.
1: Ngài đáp rằng, Ta không nói cùng ngươi rằng đến bảy lần đâu, nhưng đến bảy lần 7
0: Peter thought he was being spiritual and mature.
1: Because
0: they had a tradition that you had to forgive somebody three times. But if they keep doing it, Then đó pretty hoài, soon you gotta just smack them. So since they said three times.
1: là lần thôi.
0: He's going He thinks he's gonna be super spiritual and go to Jesus. How many times shall I forgive him? Seven times. See how spiritual I am. And Jesus says, No, you don't have, You don't get it, Peter. You don't forgive them seven times. Seventy-seven times then he goes and tells a parable then he goes and tells a parable to explain what he was saying because I'm sure Peter like many of us 77 times so he's counting (laughs) (laughs) just wait till you get to 77 (laughs) I'll forgive you up till then (laughs) But after that, it's the smack. (laughs) (laughs) But Peter was missing the whole point. (laughs) And the parable that Jesus tells here (laughs) is really profound. But before we get into that parable, I'm going to read the parable and then tell you some experiences out of my own life.
1: About how
0: important and how powerful this is. But before that, I want to give you a little sense of the context. This is shortly after the Transfiguration. When Jesus went up to the mountain and revealed his glory. This is getting towards the end of his earthly life before he dies. And Jesus has been trying to teach his disciples. About what he's all about told them repeatedly that he was going to go to Jerusalem and die. And he tried to explain to them why he had to die. And they just couldn't get it. After the the transfiguration, when Peter sees Jesus in all his glory, he wants to keep it for himself. He wants to guard it. He wanted the glory of the Lord for him and his friends, but not those other people, not those nasty people. Jesus gets so upset. He tell he calls his disciples a bunch of unbelieving, perverted generation. Because they didn't love the lost. And because they didn't have his love for the lost they couldn't understand why he had to die. Jesus tells them directly, I'm going to go to Jerusalem and I have to die. Peter looks looks back at him and says, "Oh, come on, Jesus, cheer up. Don't be so depressed. You don't have to die." and Jesus gets so upset he says get behind me Satan là he cussed him out he called Peter Satan là if I just came up to you and say Satan get behind me
1: mình <laughs> you'd get upset at me
0: Jesus was so frustrated with the disciples because they didn't have his heart for the lost. That's the context of this chapter. Context. That's
1: that's the... the At the
0: beginning of of chapter 18, the disciples are arguing about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of God Peter's saying to James hey I'm, I'm better than you'm you, you know you guys are all fighting for second place because it's Jesus then it's me
1: <laughs>
0: and Jesus is looking at him and saying you guys are so out to lunch you don't get it so he calls a little Vietnamese lady forward
1: (laughs) he he calls a little child
0: and he says unless you become like a child you can't even get into heaven he says you guys need to become like that guy humble, simple
1: <laughs>
0: Not all focused on yourself. Then he goes on to say, and he tells the parable about the lost sheep. This is something they could all relate to. But it's like we'll, put, we'll translate into modern language. If any of you have 7 kids.
1: Uh,
0: anybody have 7 kids or 7 siblings? 5.
1: 6. Okay.
0: If you lost one of them. <laughs> are you going to say hey, I still got 5 more? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you
0: accidentally leave one at church when you drive off. <laughs>
1: the,
0: there were five of us growing up.
1: Uh, uh,
0: the, our pastors who were really close to us, they had seven kids, so ours was a small family. <laughs> But uh, periodically, they'd leave one of us at church and they'd go home. (laughs) If you're driving home from church and you count and you only have four kids instead of five. What are you going to do?
1: Thì mình sẽ làm gì.
0: Are you going to say, oh, I got four others. Forget that last one.
1: <coughs> no, you're <coughs> going to
0: go back and you're going to find it.
1: Nhưng mà mình sẽ không có làm đó. And you're going <coughs> to keep
0: looking <coughs> for it. Con đó. It doesn't matter how many you have. You love them all. They're individuals.
1: <coughs> and you're going <coughs> to
0: search <coughs> after them until you get them. That is how God is with His people. We are all His children. And He loves us as much as I love far more than I love Teo. More than you love your children.
1: mình.
0: We'll do anything for our children, right?
1: đúng không?
0: You'll come from overseas to live in a hard place, away from your family.
1: you
0: You'll work long hours at a hard job.
1: Save every penny.
0: To help your kids get a little bit further ahead. And if your kid offends you. If your kid tells you you're a moron
1: (laughs) or an idiot (laughs) or a bigot,
0: (laughs) like they all do when they become
1: teenagers,
0: (laughs) do you just abandon them, just turn your back on them, no you keep serving them, you keep reaching out.
1: We'll make any sacrifice, right?
0: And we will keep going back and we'll never give up. That's how God feels about all of us. Every single one of you. Every single one of you. There's nothing you can do that he would not forgive. There's no offense you can make. that would make him turn his back on you.
1: There's no, nothing
0: He wouldn't give for you. He's already given it all. He wants our best. And He feels that way about everybody. We always want to say us and them. It's they're out. They're the other. They're weird. They're different. They're immigrants. They're, they're too tall. They don't have any hair.
1: <laughs>
0: they're, they're like freakishly tall. <laughs> <laughs> We're so prejudiced. We're always dividing us versus them. Because we don't know God's love. That's the context in which this parable comes. So now I want to talk to you about forgiveness.
1: Because
0: number one, if you don't have forgiveness, You don't have anything. Because we are all sinners.
1: The cross
0: is the great equalizer. We've all fallen short. There's none righteous, not a single one. So if you don't have forgiveness, you have nothing you're separated from God. There's no way you're getting through. And you're going to spend eternity separated from Him. Forgiveness, His forgiveness is the only way back. We need forgiveness. Now the good news is God has already forgiven us. Jesus is the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. He loved us so much that He envisioned and planned out this whole ultimate sacrifice. To, to give us this gift of forgiveness beyond measure. Forgiveness is so important. We need it. And we have to give it away. Forgive us our sins. As we forgive those who sin against us. If you want to make the world a better place. If you want to spread the light of Jesus. Among above everything else. The most important thing you should learn. Is how to receive forgiveness. And how to give it. Let's read this parable. Why don't you just read it uh, from verse 23 down to the end of the chapter? Yeah, for chapter 18, 23 to the end of the chapter. Actually, here. Would you like to read? Okay. Oh, okay, sorry. You get to read it. Uh, 23 to the end of the chapter.
1: Yes. Vậy nên nước thiên đàng giống như vua kia muốn tính sổ với các đầy tớ mình. Khi vua khởi sát sổ, thì có người đem nộp một tên kia mắc nợ, vua một vạn ta lân. Bởi vì người chẳng có gì mà trả, thì chủ dạy bán người, vợ con và gia tài người đặng trả nợ. Kẻ đầy tớ này bèn sắp mình xuống nơi chân chủ mình mà xin rằng Thưa chủ, xin giảm cho tôi thì tôi sẽ trả hết Chủ bệnh đọc lòng thương xót, thả người về và tha nợ cho Nhưng khi đầy tớ đó ra về, gặp một người trong bạn làm việc Có thiếu mình một trăm Thì nắm bóp cổ bạn mà nói rằng Hãy trả nợ cho ta, người bạn sắp mình xuống mà này xin rằng Xin giảm cho tôi thì tôi sẽ trả cho anh Xong người chẳng khấn. Cứ việc bắt bỏ tù cho đến khi trả hết nợ. Các bạn thấy vậy, buồn lắm. Đến thuật lại cùng chủ mình, mọi điều đã xảy ra. Chủ bèn đòi đầy tớ ấy đến mà nói rằng, Hỡi đầy tớ độc ác kia, ta đã tha hết nợ cho ngươi, Vì ngươi cầu sinh ta. Ngươi há lại chẳng nên thương xót bạn làm việc, Như ta đã thương xót ngươi sao. Chủ nội giận, phú nó cho kẻ giữ ngục, Cho đến khi nào trả xong hết nợ. Nếu mỗi người trong các ngươi, Không hết lòng tha lỗi cho anh em mình, <laughs>
0: so, what's going on here? So, there's a king, and he's going to settle accounts. So, there's a servant who owes him a hundred million dollars. So, he calls him forward and said, I gave you a hundred million dollars, I want it back. And the servant begins to beg.
1: Because he doesn't have the money
0: and he knows the consequences. He asks for mercy.
1: He
0: says, give me some more time. The king has compassion on him Rather than giving him some more time. What does he do? Clears it entirely.
1: Gives it away,
0: away entirely. Forgives the debt completely.
1: $100
0: million, don't worry about it. I'm going to write it off. You're free, just go. What do you think that servant would do? Rejoice! He's got a new lease on life. Instead of going to prison, he's got a clean slate. You'd think he'd be filled with joy. But instead, he goes out and he finds somebody who owes him like a thousand dollars. And he grabs him and he says, "Give me my thousand dollars."
1: You owe me a thousand
0: dollars. And the other servant says. I, I'm sorry, I don't have it. Man, I can't pay it back. You're lying to me. You've got it. Give me my
1: $1,000. I want it now. I, I,
0: I, Come on, be merciful. Give me a few, a little bit more time. I don't have it. Now you're lying to me.
1: And Puts him into prison.
0: See, this guy owes me a thousand bucks, he can't pay, he won't pay, he goes to prison. Someone else sees that and goes and reports it back to the king. Do you know that that servant that you just forgave a hundred million dollars just threw someone in prison over a thousand dollars? the king gets upset bring that guy before me I had mercy on you I had compassion I forgave you a hundred million dollars do you have any idea how much a hundred million dollars is that you owed me And you can't forgive this other guy a thousand dollars? Forget it. I'm done with you. Go to prison and pay it back. Let's see how you do on that. This parable never really used to make sense to me. I didn't understand why this guy who had been forgiven so much would be so would have such lack of mercy for others. Until the Lord began to explain it to me. Actually, the Lord used Dr. Ed Savosa to explain it to me.
1: <laughs>
0: one word. It's called pride. You see, the servant who had the hundred million dollar debt, he didn't, he, he was proud. And he never asked the king to forgive him.
1: He just wanted
0: more time.
1: Because
0: he figured just give me another shot at it. I'm going to make my money back. So when the king showed him grace and mercy.
1: So when
0: He was too proud to receive it. See, I might owe you $100 million. Uh, But that's just because things went bad for me. Because other people have treated me bad. Because other servants who I've lended to haven't given it back to me. People have hurt me. But you give me a little bit more time and I'm going to work it all out. So when the king gave him this gracious gift all he received all he took out of that was I got a little bit more time to make it all work on my own.
1: Có nghĩa là khi mà ông đóng nhận cái món quà đó ông không có đóng nhận bằng một cái sự cảm ơn mà ông nghĩ là, oh, chỉ cần một cái thời gian tôi There's another
0: word for that. It's called religion.
1: Uh, cái, uh,
0: dead religion. Uh, when we think we can reach God by our own good works. Uh,
1: rằng bởi công việc làm làm của mình, mình có thể uh, tìm kiếm được Chúa.
0: And because works are so important.
1: We want to control everybody
0: else. So the servant went and said, You owe me a thousand dollars.
1: Give it to me. Now.
0: I imagine he'd calculated in his mind everybody who owed him something.
1: If only. And
0: I'm going to go collect it all.
1: And and get it back.
0: I'm going to make this work on my own. That's called pride. That's called religion. And that ends in death. And we do that over and over and over again. One of the most dangerous manifestations of this is what I call the victim mentality. Victim mindset. I'm such a victim. You don't know what my father did to me. Uh, you don't know how my husband's treating me. You don't know my pain. And we're not making that stuff up. We're carrying tremendous pain. But if we use our own pain and our own trauma. as an excuse for our own shortcomings. And then we have this pride because we're the ones that are so hurt the problem with that is it just ends in death
1: nhóc
0: you're just stuck and you can never get out two stories but before I share these two stories I want us to just pause a moment and I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any, anybody, any area that you need to forgive. And Lord, we ask you to just go deep into our hearts that we can see where we've been like this wicked servant.
1: Một cái điều gì mình
0: Where we've used our own trauma as an excuse.
1: Nếu mà mình có thể thấy ra được cái, cái sự mà đau
0: thương và những cái, những cái điều xảy ra đối với mình đó. Our own pain is a as 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 a reason to justify our shortcomings.
1: Uh, mình hay lấy tự bà chữa cho mình bằng cách là mình thấy là cái, những cái đau thương mà mình đang chịu động.
0: And anything that stopped us from receiving God's grace.
1: đang đời sống của mình để đón nhận cái nguồn phước từ Chúa.
0: So I want to tell you a story, a personal story. How many of you were raised in a Christian home?
1: Có ai là ta được lớn lên từ trong nhà, uh, những người đã tin
0: Hey, Theo, uh, Sandra and I have done our best to create a Christian home for you, so I think it's safe for you to raise your
1: hand.
0: So the majority of you weren't raised in a Christian home, right? The majority of you weren't raised in a Christian home. So I was raised in a beautiful Christian home in Southern California. I and um, I have amazing parents.
1: <coughs>
0: There's five of us kids. I'm the second youngest.
1: <coughs>
0: I have great relationships with my siblings.
1: <coughs>
0: some of my closest friends. They're some of my closest friends. <coughs> My parents are great supporters. In fact, when you all join us at our global conference in October in Monterey, this October, you'll get to meet my parents.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've told them about the global conference, right? Already? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't have to give a spiel for it now, but October 15th through the 18th,
1: and you came
0: last. You came to last year's conference with how many? Were with you? Uh, Let's break that record. Let's have thirty this year.
1: Well, it was a good experience, right? You recommend it? Yes. Powerful. Powerful. Okay. So I I grew up
0: in an amazing home. Okay. my parents loved me they nurtured me they weren't perfect nobody's perfect and in the, the church religious environment that we went in uh, well it was a little religious <laughs> But I felt I was in this beautiful bubble of grace within this religious context. But then when I was was in junior high and high school, I basically rejected Christianity. My, My excuse was that they were all hypocrites.
1: Uh,
0: tôi tôi um, tôi xin lỗi là bởi
1: vì họ là
0: now because i wanted to play basketball
1: bởi vì muốn chơi bóng rổ,
0: and i wanted to succeed at that
1: mà muốn được thành công trong cái that's
0: what protected me from more toxic behavior
1: uh, cái điều đó có thể chặn từ cái sự mà cái, cái, cái hành vi không tốt
0: And I ended up finding the Lord when I was uh, 18, just before my 19th birthday. I was on a missions trip to Europe. (laughs) And I found Jesus when I was on the missions trip. (laughs) But one of the things the Lord did was take me back to where I had walked away. And he reminded me of an event I had totally forgotten of, forgotten oh, about. And showed me that that was the seminal event for when I made the decision to just walk away and say, I don't need this.
1: Đó khỏi, rời bỏ đi.
0: I was 12 years old and I was having a spiritual awakening. Through one of our Sunday school teachers, He was, I really connected with him. I thought he was cool. And through his encouragement, he encouraged us to read the Bible. And I started reading the Bible and getting to know the Lord. And then um, I read that we're children of God. Now this is something I had that had been taught to me all my life. Suddenly I had this revelation.
1: It's like, it's
0: like I suddenly realized God is the greatest king ever. And if you're the son of the king, you're a prince. You have privilege. You're something special. You live in a castle. You have servants.
1: That's That's
0: amazing. If God's my father, Man, the son of the king owns everything. This is all mine. This, this incredible revelation that he gave me. And I went to our Sunday school class. This was a different teacher. And we had, you know, our boring little Sunday school lesson.
1: <laughs>
0: and at the end of that, they said, you know, does anyone want to share? So, I, you know, I did my little 12-year-old version of, of me, and I got all excited, and I shared this with everybody. And the response was so complacent, was so like, Neh. It was just another fact.
1: Điều, uh, Something they'd
0: heard before. Wasn't exciting.
1: là Wasn't
0: worth shaking. What really happened?
1: Và điều đó thực sự xảy ra
0: is a spirit of religion attacked me. It wasn't the people.
1: It was the spirit.
0: And my peers weren't that mature either. (laughs) But it was like a wet blanket was thrown over my excitement.
1: And I remember
0: in my heart saying, I ain't going back. I'm not doing that again. And that's when I began to harden my heart.
1: Stopped going to Sunday school. Stopped reading
0: the word. Stopped reading the word. And just rebelled. Something so mild. But as I began to harden my heart, it just got easier and easier. Till the Lord finally got through. The revelation for me was to understand that God loved me. And that I was a slave to sin. And I was captive. And my sin was hurting me.
1: Cái tội lỗi đó đã làm đau lòng tôi.
0: My sin was stopping me from pursuing my dreams. And I needed God. And I had to surrender. And praise God. That's what happened. But then, when He revealed that to me,
1: What really happened?
0: What really happened? As I said, all these people are hypocrites.
1: That
0: may or that, that may or may not have been true. C- Many C- of them were like probably hypocrites. People, people are people.
1: Uh, con người chỉ là con người thôi.
0: But my solution, I, I, I know what I'll do. I'll become the worst hypocrite of them all. And that's what happens when we make a judgment.
1: The law. So, so
0: what I had to do, I went back to that Sunday school teacher, this other one.
1: And It hadn't been, mỹ, been his, his fault at all. Đó. It wasn't really à, his fault.
0: But I asked forgiveness. And and I shared this event with him. And we were crying together. It was so powerful.
1: And such an incredible
0: freedom came over me. You see, I had used my own hurt and my judgment against others.
1: To
0: justify my own sin.
1: My own pride, My own arrogance. My
0: own insensitivity. How are we on time? We Got one more story?
1: Five minutes,
0: Five minutes. Perfect. Okay. This is even harder. When it's embedded into a culture. So I want to tell you one more story. My wife is Portuguese. From Europe, Portugal. And embedded in the Portuguese culture is this Um, What's the opposite of forgiveness? (laughs) Everything's okay. Oh, I already (laughs) forgave them. Oh, forget about it. But you haven't forgotten about anything. (laughs) Oh, I've forgiven
1: (laughs) them. Haven't
0: talked to them for 40
1: years. (laughs) But but I forgave them. Oh, they didn't
0: hurt me. No, they hurt you a lot. That that is the way everybody does it. That's embedded in the culture. And when we bring something like that in our culture, we often bring it even into our Christian culture when we get saved. We don't want to confront anybody.
1: Somebody hurts us. We
0: just stuff it. But when you stuff it, it comes out.
1: It's so only the
0: cross that can take it away.
1: <laughs>
0: so my wife grew up with a very, very dysfunctional family. And... Uh, uh, her father and her mother fighting a lot.
1: Uh,
0: her father very, very angry. Verbally abusive, no, never, never hitting her, but very negative, 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 negative.
1: That's all she knew.
0: And 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 living in this fear, and then. Angry at the way he was treating her mother. And she's growing up, she's just an atheist. She doesn't know God at all, she doesn't care. Just all this pin-up anger. She gets... Invited to church through some friends. Doesn't know anything. And she hears a message on forgiveness. And the Holy Spirit speaks to her.
1: She she
0: hadn't even received Jesus yet. But the message spoke to her.
1: It says, you need to forgive
0: your father. And so she forgave him. And this peace began to lift off of her.
1: she liked it. So she
0: kept going back. And it was a few months later that she understood the gospel and said, oh, that's what happened. And then, you know, she, she, she was born again. But she had to keep overcoming that. So because if you carry bitterness against someone let's say it's your father that might have happened a long time ago but you're carrying it around every day and you get so used to it you don't even know it
1: it's like, it's like
0: glasses that you're wearing they shaped, it shapes the way you see the world so, women who were raised by an abusive father, that's what they expect. That's what they resonate with. So, they'll go get in a marriage to a husband who's abusing them. Finally, get fed up with that and leave.
1: That's enough. You
0: beat me. You're beating my children.
1: And
0: then they come right back. Then they go right back into the same situation. Or they'll find another man. And they'll be attracted to the exact same thing.
1: It's real, right? Tell Telling the truth.
0: It's the same thing with men. Why do you think that man is so abusive?
1: It's what he was grown in that's what
0: he was raised in it's heartbreaking Jesus Jesus breaks the cycle and he's the only one who breaks the cycle so Sandra and I have met each other this is in Portugal this is uh, 23 years ago
1: 23 years ago. We've been married
0: 22 years. Um, And I really like her at this time. but, But this is before we were engaged, any of that. I just know her, but I really like her. And we meet together, and she asked me, We've been hanging out a little. And she asked me point blank. What are your intentions? Because I don't want to suffer.
1: Uh,
0: very direct.
1: <laughs>
0: so... One of the things the Lord had taught me, super important, is to trust Him, not myself. Something inside of me, part of me, wanted to compose this beautiful sonnet of how much I loved her.
1: Flex my muscles.
0: show my dashing hair.
1: Strut around. Impress her.
0: The Lord had taught me. Because I'd screwed it up when I tried to do it my way. This is Ted. You're not in charge here.
1: Uh, nói rằng, uh, con I'm con in charge. Chủ ở đây nha.
0: And An you have t- to tell her the exact truth. So instead of impressing her, I just told her who I really was. And then I said, uh, I don't get to make a decision in this area. I'm waiting on God. If it was up to me, I would choose you. (laughs) But it's it's not up to me. We have two different memories of that meeting. (laughs) I left that meeting thinking I had confessed my love to her.
1: things things
0: I say I said, she says, you never said that. (laughs) She left
1: thinking, one
0: more guy, a tall, handsome, foreign guy, one more guy has rejected me.
1: Chối tôi.
0: My father rejected me. She was a ballet dancer.
1: And she, she wasn't, was a- she
0: had to work really, really hard. And she wasn't just perfect. So it was always hard and she could never get to the next level people in dance for rejected me
1: And
0: now this guy's rejecting me God is so brilliant you can trust him oh I am so glad that I followed him so glad I didn't take control and use my words to manipulate to get to the outcome I wanted.
1: có. I'm, I'm, so,
0: I'm so. glad I trusted him. The Lord wanted her to feel that I was rejecting her.
1: Uh, t- because, she deep,
0: because she was carrying this deep, demon baggage of rejection. These eyeglasses of rejection. That clouded everything she saw. And when she said, one more man's rejected me, God was able to say to her, but have I rejected you? Am I enough? And she said, yes, you're enough. That began this beautiful process.
1: Where, where God said,
0: Yes, your father rejected you. She remembered this experience that she had known, but the, took her to a whole new level of understanding. Her mother had had several abortions. They were afraid to have kids because of the economic hardships. And when they found out she was pregnant with Sandra,
1: her father wanted
0: to abort her. Abortion was illegal in Portugal.
1: So they they went to the lady
0: who performed those abortions illegally, she happened to be out having lunch, uh, oh. so they went home and never got around to going back again, and now scientifically it's proven, children in the womb have memories,
1: that rejection came over her. She felt it. Yep. When she's just little and impressionable, <coughs>
0: her father was trying to kill her.
1: And deep, deep rejection.
0: God says, But I protected you.
1: I love you. I
0: gave Jesus for you. I gave the greatest gift ever for you. And at that moment, she felt like a little baby again. The spirit of the Holy Holy Spirit came upon her, baptized her with His love.
1: She said, she curled up into a little
0: like a fetus. She She was even sucking her thumb (laughs) and just being baptized with his love (laughs) over (laughs) and over and (laughs) over (laughs) (laughs) over again. Resetting her. (laughs) Removing the glasses of rejection.
1: (laughs) And and replacing him
0: with the truth of his love. (laughs) That's the only way out.
1: Đó, chỉ là một cái con đường khỏi Jesus
0: is the only way out.
1: Chúa là con đường duy nhất.
0: So the words. If you want to know God.
1: Nếu mà chúng ta muốn biết Chúa Trời,
0: it's only through grace.
1: Chỉ qua cái sự của Chúa,
0: only through Jesus.
1: Qua Chúa mà thôi,
0: we need forgiveness.
1: Chúng ta cần cái sự tha thứ.
0: We have been forgiven of a debt we can never repay. And what do we do to receive it? We just receive it. But if we're going to receive forgiveness, we have to give it.
1: Because if you don't
0: give forgiveness, if you don't forgive those who have hurt you, if we hadn't gone through that season in our marriage, when we khó went through đó, other hardships, đó, it would have been really, really tough. It's hard enough
1: otherwise. Những cái điều đó khó, khó, khó khăn.
0: So let God's grace and His love Hãy để wash over you. Amen. I want to invite you all to stand up. Let's just pray and wait on the Lord. And I want you to ask the Lord if there's anybody you need to forgive. I want you to put your hands out in front of you like a little child. And if the Lord brings anything to mind. (laughs) See, one lie the devil tells us
1: Có một cái điều mà dối trá mà ma
0: As we say, that is too bad to forgive. You don't forgive somebody because what they did was really not that bad.
1: Uh, mình không thể tha thứ cho cái người nào
0: We forgive people because what they did really, really hurt us.
1: Chỉ có tha thứ những người nào mà họ rất, rất, rất là làm tổn thương mình mà thôi.
0: We forgive them so that we can receive the grace of God. So if the Lord puts anything. Just like a child. Place it in your hands. Yes. And just keep doing that. Whatever he brings up. Just stack it up there
1: tiếp tục tiếp tục những điều mà gì mà Chúa đã là Chúa cho chúng ta thấy được trong tâm trí của mình, thì đặt lên cái tay của mình bây giờ này đây.
0: Until it's all there.
1: Cái tất cả những điều gì mà Chúa bày tỏ với mình, chúng ta hãy đặt lên bàn tay của mình bây giờ này đây.
0: Now the choice you get to make.
1: À bên lựa chọn mà mình có thể là quyết định.
0: Is do you want to keep that?
1: Là mình muốn giữ giữ cái điều đó.
0: The only way you can get rid of it.
1: Chỉ có một cách để mà mình có thể uh, bỏ được những điều này. give it to Jesus
0: so you decide do you want to keep that
1: Or do
0: you want to give it to Jesus Hay
1: là muốn lên cho chúa?
0: if you want to give it to Jesus just lift it up and say Lord Jesus I give this to you
1: Nếu mà mình muốn lên cho chúa, thì hãy nâng tay mình lên và nói rằng chúa ơi con muốn dâng lên cho ngài
0: And say, "I forgive." Say you can say it softly, but say it out loud. I forgive so and so. I release them. I look to you, Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Wow! Wow! Do you feel that? Do you feel that just lifting? Pour out your grace, Lord God. Oh Father, pray this with me. Oh Father, thank
1: you.
0: Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for forgiveness. You gave us everything. Forgive me for my bitterness. Change my thinking. Give me the eyes of grace and of mercy. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now I'm going to pray for you, okay? Just stay in this place. I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over all power of the evil one.
1: And right
0: now, in the name of Jesus, I break any cultural curse, any stronghold
1: that glorifies bitterness,
0: that glorifies unforgiveness, I break it now in Jesus' name. And I declare that your children are free in Jesus' name.
1: Amen.
0: Amen.